glamping. Glamour clamp. Glamour camp. (laughs) Glamour camping. Yes. I keep wanting to say glamour clamping. I don't want to know what glamour clamping (laughs) is. It sounds uncomfortable. Hey, maniac! Oh, we've missed you. What a crazy two weeks we've had. It's not been two weeks. Yeah, I know. No. We're back early because we have more <laughs> more episodes to talk about. There's always just a little bit more midsummer. It was like, oh, we have two weeks off and run around in the bucolic wilderness. And then and Acorn's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Here's an episode. Oh, here's two. Yes. So today we're here with a mini episode, spoiler free, we promise. Spoiler free mini episode 10. To talk about season 22, episode one. The Wolf Hunter of Little Worthy. Now we've been to Little Worthy before. We have, but we got some announcements off the top first. Oh, okay. So this episode drops on April 23rd. Then episode 82 will drop April 26th, and that covers Death in the Slow Lane, Samantha Bond and David Warner eating up scenery all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mini episode 11 will be on April 30th, a week from this Friday, and that'll cover the Stitcher Society. And then episode 83, which will be the 3rd of May, will start Dark Secrets, which has the hoarders and all our regular scheduled program. Do you know when our last episode, spoiler-free mini-episode was? A year ago? More than a year ago. Really? It was December 23rd, 2019. Wow. Yep. And we were talking, we were overjoyed because we were, we had reached a milestone in listenership and we were overjoyed that we had reached this milestone do you know what that milestone was no it was ten thousand downloads now we are nearing a hundred thousand <laughs> what a crazy ride this has been and just and and we talk at the beginning of that episode about oh my gosh how are we ever going to get to the new episodes and We'll never even get to the new Barnaby. It seems so far off. And I'm like, oh, man. You know what those numbers prove? Yeah. There are way more maniacs out there than we thought. And that's excellent. It's a good thing. So we have episode one of season 22, which has now been broadcast in North America and in the UK. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't know about the rest of the world. Uh, But... It's been broadcast here, so we're going to talk about it It's on Acorn. Yeah, it's on Acorn. But this is a mini episode with no spoilers that you can listen to before you watch the episode if you'd like. And you can watch it like a maniac. The idea is that you can either watch it before or after the episode. We're not going to spoil anyone. The killer is. No. We're not going to do anything like that. But we want to instruct you how to watch this episode like a maniac. So we're going to give you some things to look for while you watch it, either for the first time or maybe you're rewatching it so you can see it like a maniac the second time. So just to give you a rundown that this episode is about Little Worthy, which we have seen before, but this village is nothing like the Little Worthy we saw No, the first time we saw Little Worthy was in Small Mercies, which is season 12, episode five. That's the episode with the miniature village. 
and all the Gulliver's Travels references. And that that village was on the brink of destruction. Yeah, well, because of the min- the little village. It's all modernized now. But ten years later, it's now all modern. It's hip. It's hip. So this episode really centers around something that happened a little bit in the past, which was there was a contest to create an urban legend. No. Around. No. No. You can't have an urban legend in a village. Okay. A village legend. It's a rural legend. (laughs) A rural, rural legend. Rural legend. They call it an urban legend, but in a village of 20 people. And this... Legend that one is called the Wolf Hunter. Now, this individual is supposedly abandoned, raised by wolves, wears some sort of crazy plastic pecacora mask of a wolf. Yeah, with so let red us explain eyes. that. Here's a little nerdiness for you. When you see the mask for the first time, and again, we're not giving anything away here. Yeah. It's a this is a character in the episode, but it's also a character in the village. Yep. So you see a whole bunch of this. But the mask that the character wears is a wolf head, but it's very angular. Um, it's not realistic, right? It's not hairy or anything. No, 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 no. Um, and uh, it's called a low poly model of a wolf head, meaning that it has few sides. It's very geometric and simplistic. And I happen to know all about those kinds of models because I make those kinds of masks. And it's a Japanese uh, style of modeling called Pepakura, yep. which is how you make those paper models. So right now on Etsy, there's somebody selling that model. You can print it I'm and you sure can make that, it at yeah, home all yeah. by yourself. And you too can be a wolf hunter if you want to. Ooh. You have to get the coat and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he wears a coat. And he has claws on one hand. Mm-hmm. Like Wolverine. Like Wolverine only from the hand. comics claws. Yeah. And then he has a gun that shoots silver bullets. So he's, he's kind of this mishmash of werewolf and steampunk and... Wolf hunter? Wolf hunter sort of thing. Werewolf hunter? Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. That's enough background, though. Yeah. We don't want to give away too much. But the thing that Little Worthy has succumbed to is glamping. (laughs) This whole episode feels to me like, hey, old people, let us introduce you to a few terms that the young, hip people know about. Number one, glamping. Glamping. Glamour clamp. Glamour (laughs) camp. Glamour camping. I keep wanting to say glamour clamping. I don't I, want to know what glamour clamp is. <laughs> it sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> Probably has bejeweled bits on it. Yep. <sighs> Glamorized camping in yes. yurts yes. with saunas and hot tubs. So basically it's luxury camping. Yeah. Which, That's much easier to say. <laughs> to me, luxury camping is a hotel staying in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so glamping has come to midsummer. Yes. So there's a couple that runs the glamping spot. Yeah. And they went over the top. The the production on this episode is some fine work. Yeah. Not I would have been happy with a sign that said the glamping stuff and that costume. And I would have been happy with that. But they have a <laughs> whole exhibit for the wolf hunter. They have a whole 
glamping signage thing. Yeah. Right? And then on top of it all, they have this internet cafe called The Hub, which is another spectacular set. They did. And that graveyard set is really good, too. The first hip with the kids term is glamping. And we haven't even got to Aunt Sally. (laughs) The second hip with the kids term is meme. Yes. So Winters Winters explains to old Barnaby, old John Barnaby, what a meme is. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's it's pretty cringeworthy. It is. Then we get steampunk. Yes. What's steampunk? Well, steampunk's a subculture that mixes both industry, technology, and supernatural. It's Victoriana with more gears. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. And... <laughs> Okay, here's a game you can play while you watch this episode. Count the wood pallets. Somebody got a discount on wood pallets. And and yellow paint. And they decided to use them all over the place. Not just at the glamping site. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Swim. (laughs) Pause and read the wood pallets, the yellow ones. Yep. They're fun. There's some good stuff on there. There's also a, a sign in town. Did you notice that sign in town? That has like it has those directional mm-hmm. errors. Did you know notice all the things on there? Mm-hmm. Did you notice the the little secret one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pay attention to that sign. It's like a crossways sign that says like this is that way, this is that way, with you know the arrows pointing each direction. Take a look at that. Another thing that you might uh, have fun with is how many other Acorn ITV mystery shows. Do the special guests in this episode appear in? See how many you can count. Well, I'm going to give you one right off the bat. Mark Williams is Father Brown. Because Mark Williams eats up the scenery. (laughs) You always say somebody eats the scenery. He's a really good actor. He is fantastic in this episode. Yeah, I I want you, like, I almost watched the episode again today just to watch how fun he is. Yeah, he's very funny. And he is Excellent. But he's only one yep, uh, special guest in this episode who plays a major role in yep. another Acorn slash ITV slash British mystery show that is Absolutely. contemporary. That's current. And uh, him and his wife, what, what is her name again? Ronnie. Ronnie. They, they're they in a caravan at the glamping site. Well, they're because in a they've been VW the, bus. Yeah, they've been to the camping site. For years and years and years before it was a glamping site. They But their setup is the traditional... A sixty-something camper van set up with the awning and the the stove and the tea going and everything. And he wants his cod in the what is it butter butter sauce. sauce. Yep. I mean, it, but he may as well be in his living room, but in a folding chair. Like he just yep. they just brought everything with him. And he and does he, a great accent in this episode. Oh too. yeah 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 yeah. So he, you have the challenge of how many wood pallets do you see? How many other shows? Are these um, uh, extras, uh, special guests in this episode um, known for? How many of those can you pick out? And you've got a special challenge for this episode. So one of my all-time favorite movies, I must have seen it easily 20 times, is American Werewolf in London. Mm -hmm. It is a great movie that Mark has seen. And it's clearly a favorite of somebody involved in this episode. Yeah. So there are some definite 
callbacks to American Werewolf in like, London? No question. Like in they're not episode. coincidences. Yes. They are purposeful. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. So, so you should try to pick those up. I, I immediately picked up one. I was like. Look, look. <laughs> look, look. And uh, yeah, they they have fun with that too. Um, they, unf- you know, it would have been awesome if Lug had shown up. But I think he's dead, that actor. Yeah, I think so too. You mentioned Lug because, of course, Lug was the sidekick of Campion. But the actor who's, who plays Lug in Campion is also the actor who tells the joke in American Werewolf in London. Yes. So he is Brian Glover, mm-hmm. who is in American Werewolf in London, and he plays the guy who tells the joke in the, the bar. It is a slightly racist joke. I freely admit that. Yes. But if you watch the way he tells that joke, it is the best told joke in a bar ever. <laughs> it's not the best joke ever it's not told. not the best joke. It's the best delivery of a joke. It's the best delivery of a joke. He, so... He tells that story perfectly. So we've got a challenge about palettes, about werewolf in London references. Yeah. And I'm also going to challenge our listeners to see if they pick up the Sinatra reference. There there was a Sinatra reference. Don't say anything more about it. Yep. Uh, I want to see if anybody else picks it up. Yep. It was fantastic. I have great faith in our listeners. So I want to talk a little bit about Mark Williams, because he's really the star of this episode. Yes. He's 50, he's 61. He has been in all sorts of things. He was in, the first movie he was in was called Privileged. And that was the first movie that Hugh Grant was in and Imogen Stubbs was in. They were all in the very first time they were in a movie. I, I wouldn't put Mark Williams and Hugh Grant in the same generation of actors, but I suppose they are. You, you but would, could they be more different? Yeah. They're very Mark Williams has never been a pretty boy. He's never played the the heartbreaker. So then he did what most sort of he's not stout or portly or anything. No. But he's not leading man. No. So he did a kind of a bunch of comedy series in England. Mm-hmm. He was on Red Dwarf. Mm-hmm. Do you remember him on Red Dwarf? Yes, I do. I don't remember. I had to look it up. But his big break came with his good buddy, Alexi Sales. Yes. So he was on Alexi Sales' uh, show called Stuff. And he gained whole bunches of fame from that, as well as the other show that he was on which is called The Smell of Reeves and Mortimer. Do you know about this show? No. So that's uh, Reeves. I don't know his first name, but it's Bob Mortimer. They gave Bob Mortimer a sketch comedy show. Oh, my. Which, as you can imagine, in, in 1993 was comedy gold. Yes. Uh, you might recognize Bob Mortimer from Taskmaster, I think is where I've seen him most recently. Yeah. Then he did a bunch of... Uh, Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did 101 Dalmatians. He did Borrowers. He did Shakespeare in Love. He did uh, another show called The Strangerers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Mark Williams will always be Father Brown to me. So he's either Father Brown or he's uh, Ron Weasley's dad. That too. Yeah. 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 That's where you'll Arthur know him Weasley. from. Yeah. Yeah. 
to the point where I I can't even imagine him in the books without seeing him. Yeah. Um, he's also in a very uh, a marple that we make reference to a lot, which is the "Why didn't they ask Evans?" episode. And he's the one who says Evans <laughs> as he dies on the cliff. Yep. Um, <laughs> and he's done a bunch of voiceover work too. But I want I have to find this. I couldn't find it today. I tried online. I'll have to look around still more he's in a drunk history mm-hmm. which must be pretty good yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, and the uk drunk histories are better than the american drunk histories yeah, I but think. eight years of uh father brown eight seasons of father brown and he is just magical yeah father brown he's very very good absolutely great i think that's all we need to tell folks about the wolf hunter of little worthy i think that's quite a bit already and uh so just to recap, we want you to look for a Sinatra reference. Mm-hmm. We want you to look for references to American Werewolf in, Run- in London. London. If you've seen that movie, if yep. you haven't, oh my gosh, why, why not? Why have you not seen that movie? <laughs> and um, just be amazed at how many, oh, wood pallets yes. and dream catchers. Yes, there are. Quite a few dream catchers. Somebody makes dream catchers and sold quite a few to the set dresser. I, They're everywhere. Like I said, there are some episodes where it almost takes place in a vacuum. Like they didn't have the money for the set dressing that right. they wanted to. Yeah. And that sometimes happens. But this set dressing is next level. Um, the fake computers in the cafe alone are yeah. impressive, especially with the big Franken switch they use to turn them on. <laughs> and the arcade up. machines that I didn't <laughs> recognize. Like, I am an arcade guy. Because they're fake. Yeah. Because they've got fake names on them. That's yeah. why you didn't recognize them. So. Anyway, the Wolf Hunter of Little Worthy is awesome. You yes. will enjoy it. We had a great time watching that episode. We had a lot of fun watching it. So, we hope you will too. And drop us a line on the Instagram or the Twitter or the Facebook group or the subreddit and let us know what you thought of it and um, whether you were able to um, hunt down any of these things that we've mentioned. Palettes, Dreamcatchers, Sinatra references, American Werewolf in London references. How many other shows have these folks been in where they've played big roles? All kinds of good stuff. Do yourself a favor. Watch Father Brown and watch this episode. Yeah. All right. Until later. Bye, maniacs. Bye, maniacs. You look like you're at your control center now. Yep. If only it was a touch screen. So you could reach over and go. If only it was a touch screen. You could go. Wicked, 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 w